You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javano Kelly live from Seattle, Washington, USA. Thank you, thank you so much uh, for joining me for another incredible uh, session here of the African Father in America podcast. My name is Simon Javan Okelo, and uh, I am the host of the African Father in America podcast. We are currently live streaming on YouTube and also live streaming on Clubhouse. I have a special guest here with me today. Celine Brozovic is our guest today. Celine is uh, an incredible leader. Uh, who has, uh, you know, he has uh, over two decades uh, worth of experience in the telecommunications and healthcare IT uh, worlds. And uh, today we are going to learn a lot about lifestyle medicine, but we are going to begin with an amazing Tanzanian proverb. Before we continue, Celine, go ahead and say hi to our viewers. Hello and bonjour. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Thank you so much, Celine. Uh, I see that we've been joined also on Clubhouse by, uh, I believe uh, it's Cubs. Uh, let me see. Yes, yes, Cubs, how are you? Uh, I see Kesiwa as well. Um, uh, I just want to thank you all for being here. Cubs, go ahead and just say hi real quick before we begin our session here. I also see Simply E has joined us for today's session. Hey, Simply E. Uh, hey, Cubs. Just go ahead and say hi quickly before we begin. Hey, good morning from Missouri. Hi, Simon. Simply E. See what's going on. Juliet, hi. Celine, can't wait to hear from you again. Good to see you again. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. Hey, Simply E, go ahead and say hello. Hi. Grand Rising, everybody. Excellent, excellent. So, as you all know, today is uh, Wednesday, so today is also poetry Wednesday uh, and it simply is going to just ground us on uh, you know on some beautiful poems or uh, to just remind us about how Wednesday is used to be here in the African Father in America podcast thank you Steve for also joining us um, I want to you know share with you all the proverb for today's conversation so that you can start uh, thinking about it. I also want to encourage you if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, thank you. You know, thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you so much for supporting this channel. You know, make sure you give this video a thumbs up and make sure you leave us with your comment down below so that we know that you're following this beautiful conversation. Every day we gather here uh, so that we can uplift our ancestors by discussing literally words that they discussed before. You know, these African proverbs are not new. These are words of our ancestors that they used as their, their guiding principles. And uh, today our proverb is from Tanzania and it says that do not make the dress before the child is born. Do not make the dress before the child is born. Uh, when you think about this proverb, what is it that comes to your mind? I want to know. Let me know in the comments if you are on YouTube. But if you are on Clubhouse, uh, also let me know in the chat. Feel free to let others know that we are here by sharing the link to this room. Uh, and also, I want to share with you the three nuggets of wisdom that are related to today's proverb. Uh, the first one says that be patient and kind. Be patient and kind. 
sometime you know when we have to be so patient we forget to be kind you know impatience really uh, causes havoc sometimes so it's just a reminder that um, as this proverb says uh, dress, uh, you know do not make the dress before the child is born you know just follow the process trust the process number two think through potential consequences you know um, a lot of a lot of the time uh, most of us celebrate even before the day that we need to celebrate has arrived you know so think through some of the potential consequences of um, you know what would happen if you began telling people about something incredible that you did even before you did it you know uh, and then number three plan for life's difficulties you know um, this proverb is teaching us to better prepare ourselves for uncertainty you know uh, sometime we might think that things are going to work out the way that we envisioned and uh, suddenly they are completely taking the wrong direction how did you prepare yourself before you started your journey so that you can deal with such eventualities so uh, these uh, are the three nuggets of wisdom that will put us in a good place in order for us to start this conversation but as usual, this is one of the first questions I ask my guests, you know, uh, Celine uh, Brozovic is the founder of ELM Tree Model. And this is a model that combines emotional intelligence, lifestyle medicine and mindset to help teams develop habits for sustainable results. Celine has a master's in electrical engineering and an MBA, and uh, she's also she has certification in, in psychological safety in the workplace, among many, many academic accomplishments. And she's also been in the telecommunications industry for over 25 years, uh, particularly in the health IT sector, where she worked for Fortune 10 companies, uh, you know, for many, many years. And for those who are joining us, if you've been here before, you've probably seen Celine on the show. Uh, she comes quite a few times on Wednesdays really to remind us about the value of taking better care of ourselves and so today we brought Celine back because you know taking care of ourselves is something that we do every minute you know but if you have somebody remind you uh, once a week you know by just educating you a little further it's just invaluable so Celine Talk to us about this proverb first before we go into the complicated uh, topics that we also have to dive into today. So thank you again for making the time. Thank you very much, Simon, for having me. Uh, when, I, when I heard this proverb, I'm like, wow, the wisdom of our forefathers. You see, way back then, infant mortality was very high. They knew that. So to ensure that one didn't fall into a grief, a hard grief. It's already painful to lose a child, let alone one that you've planned for, the clothes, the, the, the room and all. And that grief, if not properly treated, leading to depression, who could lead to some catastrophic situation to families. So it is wisdom for prevention prevention of grief so i always i'm always amazed by the uh, uh, the foresight of our forefathers 
I love a lot of four here, forefathers, foresight and everything. So this is what that poem means to me. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I love that. Uh, I love, you know, what you, you shared with us there, uh, Celine. And I also see that we've been joined by, you know, our friends and community members uh, on Clubhouse. And I want to take a moment here to welcome you if you're just joining us. And I want to encourage you to make sure you share the link to the room on Clubhouse and also comment, uh, you know, as you share, whether it's on Clubhouse and elsewhere. I also want to urge you to do the same if you're joining us on uh, YouTube. Uh, make sure you comment so that we know where you're joining us from. I see that Taban is joining us here from Kisumu and MJ is also joining us here. It's really, really wonderful to see all of you uh, here live and direct. Now, I just want to take a second here, Celine, to give Simply E a chance to just speak about uh, Wednesdays. You know, Wednesdays, uh, these poetry days have been special for a while. And I just want Simply to take us back there for a second before we come back and continue on with our conversation with you, Celine, where we are just going to dive even deeper into your... We want one childhood story from you, Celine, and I'll tell you a little bit about it in a moment. Simply E, go ahead and... Uh, you speak to us about Wednesdays and why it's special to you. Yeah, uh, I think Simply is probably far away from her microphone, so... No, I apologize. Oh, no I, problem, I no problem. In, <laughs> in, uh, changing the quality, <laughs> changing, changing the sound quality. Um, yeah, so, so Wednesdays are very special for poets, uh, particularly um, being able to to hear the proverbs and being able to put that in our lives. And then not only that, being a poet, um, relating to the proverb or being able to pull something out that you've already looked at and look at it from a different angle um, when writing is it's such a beautiful way uh, to regurgitate and not only that, but to analyze uh, what's already been captured in life. Um, and bring it back uh, fresh again. So um, I love Wednesdays. It's very special to the spoken word community uh, and, and in poetry. Um, so thank you for um, this opportunity, um, uh, Simon, to be able to to just bring this to another level in space. Um, I do have a piece. Yeah, um, I would love for you to prepare that piece. As soon as I finish uh, interviewing Celine, I would love for you to share the piece. I, I'm just so happy that you have one. Um, again, thank you, Simply E, for continuing to ground these Wednesday sessions on poetry. Uh, Celine is my special guest, Celine Brozovic, for those who are just joining us. And we just talked about Celine's interpretation of today's proverb. And now we want to move into uh, Celine's uh, childhood story that inspires the work that she does as the, the inventor of the ELM tree model, you know. Uh, and also the leader that you are, Celine. Not many of our people take the time and uh, create a career out of taking care of other people, especially lifestyle medicine, you know. Uh, many people shy away from advising other people that, hey, uh, you need to take better care of yourself. It's, it's, while it seems to be easy, I would have a hard time telling somebody else that, look, you need to work out more, you need to drink more water, you need to do better, you know. And you have taken that courageous path of actually doing that daily. And I want you to talk to us about what is it that 
you think uh, inspires this work that is courageous that you do today? Thank you very much, Simon. Uh, I'm going to bring in my mother. So when I was born, my mother developed high blood pressure right there at my birth. And she took medication for her entire life. And those medications have side effects and all, and I won't get into the detail of that. So I've always been intrigued with high blood pressure and the fact that you needed to take medication your entire life. And those medications, I, I, I recall seeing my mother with bags of medication, because what will happen is you have the medication, then it has side effects and they'll give medication for the side effects. And that second medication has its own side effects. So there'll be another medication for side effects and all. So when in my old age, I start having uh, high blood pressure, I'll always negotiate with the doctor, go and do some quick crush diet, uh, break it, uh, bring it down and um, lose some weight quickly and it will come up. And the final doctor, when I went to see him to say, uh, Miss, uh, Mrs. Brozovic, we're not going to do that. If I don't put you on medication, I cannot be your doctor. I have to put you on medication. I look at him and I say, H, no. And I'm like, I'm Christian, so I cannot curse. H, put in whatever you want in there. No, I am not doing medication. You, you guys, you people gave medication to my mother and it's not medication, medications to my mother after medication, after medication, and I know what it ended up with. So I decided to go a natural route and I found a natural route, which was in my lifestyle. What did I do? I corrected that lifestyle, but let me pause a little bit. We talked about infant mortality. Hear me talk about adult mortality. Do you know in the whole world, what is the number one killer? especially in America, because I'll be focusing on American statistic. Heart disease, the number one killer. Do you know every 34 seconds, an American is having a heart attack? Every four, 34 seconds, I didn't say 34 days or weeks or months, 34 seconds, boom, boom, boom. Somebody's having, is dying actually from a heart attack. And every 40 seconds, somebody's having one. So you, my brothers and sisters listening to me here, know the following. Those diseases, chronic diseases, are perfectly preventable and reversible. What do you do? your entire lifestyle, every day. Pay attention <clears throat> to what you're putting into your mouth in terms of food, drugs, alcohol, tobacco, gossip, hydration. And when it comes to food, to my customers, I tell them have a map, meaning a mainly plant-based nutrition. And when I say plant-based, I mean a whole, food, plant-based nutrition. No, we'll talk about veganism and stuff like that later. The second thing you want to do is, how are you managing your stress? Please 
manage your stress, have a connection to the divine. The research has shown that people who have a connection to the divine, they live longer, happier lives. Okay? Then do something with that body. Take a walk, garden, dance, do something, move out of this couch. And the other three parts of the lifestyle, we'll address that another time. But I'm going to come back to nutrition because yesterday I was having a conversation with a customer. She's gained weight, BMI over 40. She's losing weight. Do you know the one thing she's working on? Candies, sweet. In her office, people bring candies and she goes, she'll pop them in and stuff. Those free food that people give you, unless it is fruits or things you can recognize, don't eat it. Those chocolate, sugar, and stuff like that. Um, the, the chocolate that they bring in the office, it's usually maybe 10% chocolate. Everything is loaded in sugar. That white sugar, high corn fructose sugar, corn syrup, all of those things, brothers and sisters, stay away from it. When it comes to heart disease, when it kills you, <clears throat> you are lucky. We're going to cry in that. The challenge is most of the time, it's going to incapacitate you, incapacitate your families, create a whole bunch of stress to your spouse, to your children, and you can do something about it. You, let me look straight again in the camera. You can do something about it. You, we all going to die, but we don't have to die stupidly like that with something that we can perfectly prevent and reverse. Look at yourself and look at your children. Look at your family. Don't they deserve the best of you? Wow, incredible, incredible, incredible. Thank you. Uh you know, Celine, for just, uh, you know, educating us, but also, you know, for me, it's also scary to think about all of this. And uh, it's also simple to do something about it because it's really, you, you, you take responsibility for everything that you put in your mouth, you know. So uh, it's also simple like that. Anyhow, uh, change is difficult, and I think what i'm learning from you and everything you're saying is is really how to make small changes and make a difference in your life and in the life of your community or your family so i deeply appreciate that um uh, go ahead the change a uh, change is my specialty one of my specialties when i was working in corporate america and i brought that in there so the, the first thing i do with my customers is change is to find your motivation and next week, I want to talk deeper about that. In the business world, we call it your burning yes. Think between now and next week, why do you want to adapt a new lifestyle to be healthier? Don't tell me it's because I want to lose weight, no. Go deep. And next week, Simon, please remind me to talk about change and the steps of changes. But start thinking, why do I want to change my lifestyle unless you respond to that question seriously you are not going to make a change 
unless you answer to that question seriously, why do I want to adapt that lifestyle? You are not going to change. And the answer to that question is what is going to fuel you, to motivate you uh, to get going. Excellent. So, uh, you know, I, I want to go a little further and talk to you about exactly, you know, wh what you do, what you do for your customers, uh, what you do with the ELM tree model uh, in general, but also maybe give us a case, uh, a recent case of uh, a project, an individual that you're working with that is really motivating you to continue on with the work that you do because i'm sure you're not the first one who is trying to uh you know transform our communities in this way uh there are many people who have, who have who are also actually working now to help transform our community uh in a similar way and also in different ways but i want to know if there's something exciting that you're working on now that you want people who are listening people who are viewing to really pay attention to Okay, so I'm going to answer that question by giving a success story of my, one of my young customers. Uh, he was a young man in his 30s, newlywed and all, with type 2 diabetes. He heard me talk, he came to me. So I listened, and I'm, we're going to work on that why. Why do you want to change that lifestyle? Because after all, with diabetes, you have the pills that you can pop in. And we work on his why. His why was very interesting. He said, my commitment to my wife, because what I told him, when you take those diabetes medication, shortly you're going to gain weight. And oh, by the way, it's going to impact your potency. You're going to have problem with erectile dysfunction. He's like, no, 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 no. I am a newlywed. I cannot afford that. I want to be uh, young. I want to basically live a vibrant, uh, 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 married life. And we work on all the aspects of the lifestyle. And slowly, he starts reducing his medication. And on December 12, 2020, Yes, December 12, 2020, because we had started in 2020 with COVID. He sent me a note to say, I am off my medication for diabetes. That, I'm like, whoa, this was so interesting. I was jumping and screaming because the way I work with people is I work with people one individual at a time because we are all so unique. I work in groups, but when I'm dealing with customers, I don't view them as, oh, I need to have millions of customers. One success story is makes my day, makes my week, makes me going and give me the desire to go and fight those nasty diseases that makes people widows, that destroys lives, that destroy careers. This is one story that, yes, even type 2 diabetes, you can revert you can prevent prevent it number one and you can reverse it or you can decrease the amount of medication the least amount of medication you take in your body the better your body is so don't you want to reduce the medications that you are taking look at me I am going to be 60 this year do am I taking any medication zip zero at my age, the average American is on at least two medications. 
high blood pressure or high cholesterol or something? Did that answer that question? Yes, so, it, it did. It did. And being healthier makes my day, makes my day, makes my joy. That was get me uh, to continue that work. And um, doing that work also, um, it, it, it's you are there for the other human being. I had a, a customer that I was working with. In her case, I'm doing the one-on-one. -on -one. And uh, I was able to enter into her story and share my own. You can feel that she's like, oh, there is hope. Yes, people, there is hope. And the hope has you in the middle. You play a big, massive role in taking back your health. Look at me. It is six o'clock, almost six o'clock. We just woke up. I, am, I haven't had coffee. I haven't even had my first uh, glass of water yet. Look at the energy that I have. It's that lifestyle. That lifestyle makes you feel vibrant and energized all day long. You don't need to go get any kind of energy drinks or whatever it is. No, everything is in your lifestyle for you to get that energy, that mental clarity, protecting every single organs in your body. Incredible, incredible. You know, uh, we need we need to hear more of this. We need to be in. I need to be in spaces where I hear people who are doing their best uh, for themselves. You know, doing your best for yourself is actually the biggest job that uh, most of us have. Uh, I want to thank everyone who is joining us on Clubhouse. I want to thank everyone who has joined us on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, take a minute and uh do that now uh the the link if you're on clubhouse is at the top of the room and if you're watching on youtube make sure you give this video a thumbs up and also comment down below i do see some incredible comments here i just want to pick a few uh and uh may maybe just read a couple um uh you know jm jewel is saying that this proverb reminds her of uh of the saying that don't count your chickens before they hatch. Uh, that's true. And then um, Taban says also on YouTube that, uh, you know, in relation to today's proverb, since we don't know what we might, what might happen tomorrow, we should be patient and kind. I like that. I like that. Uh, and then so many other comments there. Feel free to join us on YouTube and leave us with your comment. I want to come back to clubhouse and begin uh just listening to some of the contributions there uh, for the next few minutes uh selena i would love for you to just take notes you can actually take real notes and then uh, reflect on some of the things that our brothers and sisters are going to say in a moment or you can just take mental notes but i just want to give a shout out to sam who is joining us from khartoum in sudan I want to give a shout out to Jermaine, who is now on stage, but joining us from uh, Jamaica, and of course, Richmore, joining us from the east coast of the US, and Rocky, joining us from Singapore, and Kesiwa, joining us from California, by way of Ghana, and many, many of you who are here today. Thank you so much for continuing to share the room. Actually, from where I am, I haven't seen any share on Clubhouse, so I want to encourage you to do that. Um, 
now cubs 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 you're going to be the next person I, I i engage with how are you doing cubs where in the world are you joining us from and uh what is it that you've picked up from the conversation with uh, celine that you want to uh, you know comment on and also what are your views on today's proverb do not make the dress before the child is born uh, this is from tanzania <clears throat> always uh, great being in this room and as you said earlier our ancestors had so much wisdom providing these proverbs that guide us and it's timeless these proverbs so when i just thought about the proverb you know truly uh, as celine had said you know in in back in the day and i was thinking about like my grandmother had 10 children on one side on the other side had nine but lost on my dad's side had nine but lost three and so it is true um that a lot of the time in those days people had many children because you you know you just never knew um how many children would would uh, would survive so it's a very fitting proverb and then, and I think about also in another way when you're working or you're planning things um it's good maybe to think about um letting things unfold before imagining uh imagining things have happened let them unfold slowly so don't count your chickens before they hatch um celine that's good to hear from you again from the last time you spoke i started noticing uh, you know because you talked about having more uh vegetables in your diet and um uh you know more fluids i have started uh increasing the amount of uh, fluids i'm having and also vegetables so your words are not lost on us so always good to see you thank you so much for coming again i'll pass the mic back to you simon excellent excellent you're making celine excited over here um you know I, i i just love listening to some of the impacts that some of our guests are having on people uh, i'll go straight to simply e simply feel free to share the piece uh, that you have and also speak to this proverb and feel free to comment on the conversation we are having today with uh celine Yeah, um, thank you Simon. Celine, um I mean I am hanging on to every single word. Um I just love um your spin on life. Um and 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 also health and just making sure we're in alignment with where we need to be. I I did hear you say um you know having a connection um to higher power is you know I'm I'm paraphrasing of course, but you gave um the powerful um space of knowing that that actually adds increase um to our lives and so I appreciate you for that as well um and then not only that but just to honor um the way that you interpreted um the proverb today it was beautiful um in following up on the proverb do not make the dress before the child is born um i think this is this proverb is very deep there's several layers of it um i'm going to come from a playful um yet um a peaceful place uh when it comes to this and this is a piece a short piece that i wrote a while back uh, it's called polka dots strawberry shortcake superman cape which one did mommy and daddy make Purple combines both red and blue. What will the stork deliver in June? Cars or baby dolls made for play. Which one will she deliver in May? Will he work at the hospital like dad? 
or will she crunch numbers like mommy's pad? Lost hair barrettes or mismatched shoes, a boy or girl, which one do you choose? Drum set, piano, or clarinet, which one will be in her bassinet? Sailor suits, navy boots, polka dot dresses. Can you tell me what your guess is? <laughs> and this is my spin um, on the African proverb, do not make the dress before the child is born. Because you just don't know what's coming. Yeah, you just don't know what's coming, you know. You just don't know, and uh, I love I love that piece. I love that piece. Uh, thank you, thank you so much, Simply E. You know, uh, for those who are meeting Simply for the first time, she's been quite an incredible contributor to the growth of the daily African proverbs, uh, Africa Day. You know, uh, Simply has been deeply involved with helping me, and a lot of people who are listening in right now have also helped with uh, growing Africa Day, which we've done virtually for two years, you know. So thank you again, Simply E, and thank you for grounding every Wednesday here in the African Father in America podcast around powerful poems like the one you just shared. I want to continue on and bring on Stephen. Stephen, just quickly share with us also your interpretation of today's proverb from Tanzania and also any comment to the poem and to the conversation with Celine. Well, thank you for having me, Simon. Hello, everyone. I'm Steven, joining from Kisumu, Kenya. And I uh, must say I've been challenged a lot by Celine and uh, self-care and uh, wellness. Uh, I think uh, there's a lot that I need to do because I'm one person who keeps on. Today I go for exercise, tomorrow like my body is paining and I don't want to get up again uh, and go and do exercise for my own good. And uh, from uh, Celine's uh, word of encouragement, and uh, uh, I think I need to keep pushing more than I can push. Uh, on today's proverb, uh, my understanding and interpretation of uh, the proverb uh, is uh, it's a reminder to me on the virtues of being patient and uh, also being prepared always in life because you know you don't know what tomorrow may bring. So uh, it's uh, the importance of being patient and uh, just being prepared for tomorrow and appreciating tomorrow the way it comes uh, because you never know what uh, good tomorrow will present to you. Thank you for having me, Simon. Of course, of course. Uh, thank you, Stephen, uh, for your contribution as well. Uh, let's see if Stella is able to speak today. Stella, share with us where you're joining us from, your thoughts on this uh, beautiful proverb from Tanzania, and also any other comment that you have in regards to today's conversation with Celine or the poem from Simply E. Okay, we'll go on to Brother Arth. Uh, how are you, my brother? Where are you joining us from? And uh, what are your perspectives on today's conversation? 
Thanks a little. Um, greetings, Ben. It's Brother Herb. I'm coming from North Carolina territory. Uh, again, it's always uh, refreshing to go forth on the wisdom of the ancestors, and uh, especially when the Queen Celine is uh, coming forth with the uh, words of wisdom, you know, reminding us how to be healthy on multiple levels, you know, uh, mentally, spiritually, and physically. And um, as far as the proverb is concerned, um, I want to say Cobb's uh, text on the point that I wanted to make. Uh, what it reminds me of is, you know, the old saying, don't count your chicken before they hatch. Uh, and then there's another word, don't uh, put the cart before the horse. And then um, the third one is, you can plan a perfect picnic, but you can't predict the weather. And to me, all three of these things speak about managing expectations. You know, a lot of times when you get a uh, too big expectation or expect so much, you know, when you if it don't happen how you expect it to, or it don't go through how you plan, you know, it could crush you or uh, a failure you know, could be devastating you if you expect too much. But by managing expectations, uh, you know, it's easier to stay focused and stay on track because, uh, you know what I mean, you, you won't be over-emotional about it. And I'm probably playing right there. Peace and love, family. Brother Art. Peace and love to you, Brother Art. Thank you for always making the time, uh, despite how busy sometime you can be around the time of the show. I deeply appreciate that. I know... I know, uh, you know, I know it's not easy, but I know you're always here. So that always means a lot. William, I haven't seen you in a while. It was nice to see you in person in August. How are you doing? I was in your neighborhood not too long ago. Share with us where you are at the moment and what today's proverb and uh, conversation means to you. Hello, Simon and the village. It's so good to be here. I'm coming here from... Uh Kenmore, Washington, just northeast of Seattle. Um, this proverb is very interesting. Uh, to me, in some ways, it goes against some forms of wisdom. I think that faith says if you really think that it's going to rain, then you build the ark, you know, in terms of, of Noah and his journey. And then, you know, I think faith also says call things that are not as though they are. And then I think on the other hand, the proverb is telling us to go with the flow, you know, just go with what's going on and uh, plan your future that way. And uh, in terms of the conversation we've been having about health, I think exercise is very important. Got to get in the walk uh, a couple of days a week. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for making the time. It means a lot. Fred, how are you? Uh, where are you joining us from? And what are your thoughts in regards to the proverb and in regards to uh, today's conversation in general? Good morning, everyone. Uh, Colin from Akron, Ohio. And um, got a couple of things, a few, well, two or three things to share. Um, I'm listening to Celine, um, I know she's talking about health, and then I heard somebody uh, state that you got to look at what tomorrow will bring. I live a life. I live a life that I kind of determine what's coming tomorrow. Um, so when I listen to the two aspects, 
I just share this. Uh, this just came to me while you all were talking. What tomorrow may bring, what tomorrow brings, depends on what you put in your body today. <laughs> so I kind of got that when I was hearing everybody talk. So uh, with this, with the proverb, "Do not make the dress before the child is born." I grew up with this issue. I believe a lot of people have. We do it uh, subconsciously, but we don't realize what we're doing. For example, you may have a child outside playing, and they just happen to run with an efficient speed. And the average person may say, oh, wow, they're going to be a track star, or they're going to be a football star. They're going to be just because their child is running fast, not realizing that child is just having a great time, and that passion is showing through the speed of his feet. When I look at the word of dress, there's two aspects to it. It's either to guide or control. Now, a lot of people try to forecast a child's future before the child even comes into the world. Um, I heard this one uh, person on this one phrasing that people say, oh, I was raised to do this and I was raised to do that. And this person mentioned that you have the term raised, you have the word cultivate. And if you look at a flower, you can't really control how a flower is going to turn out. The flower is going to do what it's going to do. Uh, so you end up cultivating, not raising it. So this person also referenced, you raise animals, but you cultivate humans. You just let let the, get, let the child come in and be who they are and kind of protect it and cultivate it to be its natural self. So when I hear that, do not make the dress before the child is born, that's what I hear. Uh, for for me, I, I was a big guy. I loved sports, but I loved art. And they didn't cultivate my art, but they raised me to play football. So I ended up having to come back to the to the, my natural self, which is media slash art. So just let that child be what it came into the world to be and not hinder that growth by putting your your perspective or your dress on it. That's all I have. Incredible. Thank you so much, Fred, uh, for your support today. And your support over the over the years, you know, uh, there's a lot that Fred has done uh, for this space and also for One Vibe Africa. Uh, so I just deeply appreciate your continued support and your presence today, Brother Rushi. How are you doing? Uh, where are you joining us from? And uh, what are your perspectives in regards to the proverb and the entire conversation? Salam. Thank you, Simon. This proverb is very, very interesting to me. I think it goes really well uh, with with the guest speaker today talking about health also. Um, but I am calling from Charleston, South Carolina, where I'm from. Uh, this proverb actually reminds me of a song that I always heard a lot when I was younger as a kid growing up in my teenage years. Uh, there's a song that that my that everyone in my family used to sing, or sometimes the older generation used to sing this song. Um, every time you wanted, every time I wanted to do something, and, I, and everyone felt I was rushing to do something, they would sing a song. It says, um, "Mama used to say, take your time, young man. Mama used to say, don't rush to get old. Mama used to say, take it all in stride. Mama used to say, live your life." <laughs> and they used to always sing this song, and it really reminds me. Uh, of this proverb, and I think what it what to me what this proverb is saying is you got to do things in moderation. Moderation is kind of the key of life. Um, but one also interesting thing is you know growing up, 
I grew up in a country area with my where my grandmother used to live in. I always remember always seeing the older generation, people in their 60s and 70s, they always had issues with high blood pressure. They always had amputated legs or things like that. And I always, as growing up as a kid, seeing that, you, I always felt that these things were hereditary. And growing up in a country area, you, no one never really put together that all these issues that we were having in our community they were all really tied to our health, to our diet, how we ate, overeating. And that's something I had to grow up and learn as an adult, you know, that what I put in my mouth is, is what impacts how I feel. And that's that's something that we all that I had to learn later in life. And one interesting thing that I actually read about the other day is that uh you know, someone who smokes regularly, if you quit smoking today and you don't smoke for about a year, your lungs can actually regenerate and your lungs can actually heal themselves and your lungs could be similar to someone who doesn't even smoke at all. So the human body is, is when it comes to technology, the human body is the highest form of science there is. And you know, we have to really be in tune to our bodies and just know that whatever we do, we can fix it and we can make it better. It's important to just try to improve daily and not try to look forward too much and say, oh, I want to have big muscles. But what you, you, got, you have to start today and say, okay, what I know for me, what I do is I say, I just want to improve on yesterday. I just want to be better than yesterday. That's why it's so important for me to come in this room every day because mental health is so important. But how do I work on my mental health? By me coming in here every day and getting the wisdom from Simon and everyone else, just think about January. We do this every day by December. Our mental health is, my, mentally, I'm more stronger. I feel better. So it's all about taking the time and, and improving on yourself today. It's all about today for me. So that's, that's what I think about with this proverb. Thanks. Thank you, my brother, Rushi. Uh, I just love everything you shared with us today. And uh, I had no idea you could sing, you know. <laughs> I, I that, sing. that was so beautiful. <laughs> so I'll be asking you to sing with me sometime. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Thank you so much for just, uh, you know, uplifting us with, you know, a lot of wisdom today. I want to come to you, Melissa, share with us where you're joining us from and also your thoughts in regards to today's proverb and any comment uh, on the conversation that we're having today. Thank you. Oh, good morning, African Father in America family. It's so good to be in here to connect. And I am um, reaching out from the beautiful area of Asheville, North Carolina, the mountains, the Blue Ridge Mountains here in the United States. And I love this proverb. I really do. Um, it kind of, as someone who um, works with thought, you know, works with um, the intellect, um, I love it because it basically means, uh, to me, just allow the child to be who they are, you know, um, before you determine, you know, everything about it. Um, sometimes as a once upon a time before I was the owner of a global think tank, I was an educator. And so I was around parents, 
you know, who loved their children very, very much. Um, but sometimes they had already determined what their kids would be. You will be a doctor. You will be a lawyer. <laughs> and, um, you know, when, when these beautiful beings called children who will become adults come into this world, they already have a package. They already have, um, to me, innate intelligence. They have a call on their life. And um, parents, to me, are the primary educators, but they're a guardian of a beautiful treasure that already knows what it's going to be. So I think this proverb, for me, is a beautiful reminder. Do not make the dress before the child is born. In other words, uh, do not self-determine another person's destiny. Let them be able to see who they are and become their greatest self. And that is my share. That's so incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. There's nothing I can add to that. You know, it's just beautiful as it is. Thank you. Uh, I want to come to you now, Jermaine, uh, and then Stella. I saw your, your your share in the chat and on YouTube. I'll read it in a second. Jermaine, how are you? Where are you joining us from? And uh, what are your thoughts in regards to today's conversation? Greetings, everyone. Um, can you hear me okay, Simon? Yes, you sound great. I can hear you very well. Thank you. Okay, thanks again for the space, you know, um, for us to share um, on, on health, you know, and for us to just, you know, share thoughts, you know, and go back into our cranium for memories, you know, and these proverbs, this proverb really, you know, has been very interesting, that, you know, the thoughts that has come, you know, from Brother Er to just what Melissa Perkins just said. To me, it speaks to expectations and uncertainties. Do not make the dress until the child is born. You know, someone earlier talked about faith and that they have some, you know, control or, you know, expectations of tomorrow. And we all have some level of control, I, I don't imagine, about tomorrow. But life, you know, for me, you know, is is full of uncertainties. Um, and just to be safe, I guess this is what this proverb is telling us, um, to understand that the expectation may not always, you know, meet up the standard. The child may not be smart, not be athletic. It might be, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> might be an artist, but some parents and people have expectations. And when they are not met, then there goes the disappointment. You know, and we know that trust is a big factor in our life. You know, this Proverbs is about, you know, life now. For me, at least, how I see it now. You know, whereby we have expectations. And there are certain things that certain. If you go into a factory, they will tell you, well, this iPhone will work. And it's certain to work, but up until what point? You know, there is a, you know, not all of them work. You know, you wonder why, you know, if you do probability distribution or any statistician might know that there's a batch in that container of tomato that's spoiled. So you might say you're going to be in this machine and you're going to fly this plane because you're certain that it will stay up in the air. You know, but there's no certainty that it will stay up in the air. You know, it's just, it's just life and there's, there's, you know, uncertainties, and you might make that dress thinking and hoping with all your confidence, well, 
that this is the size going to fit well and it don't. You know, and just to be safe, I guess this is what the Proverbs is saying. Be safe. Understand that expectation might not met. So when you have more knowledge, you know, more information, then you make that stock pick. Don't go off your, you know, your, your feelings or emotional with the limited knowledge that you may have at the time. You know, dig deeper. You know, wait until you see some some level of certainty and then you can, you know, make that dress. So that is just my thought. So thanks again, Simon, and peace. Peace and blessings uh, to you, Jermaine. I just appreciate your depth of knowledge and uh, your contribution today. Jay, how are you? Where are you joining us from? And uh, what are your own perspective in regards to the proverb and our conversation today? Uh, while we wait for Jay, uh, I was here. I just, but I'm so sorry. My no, apologies. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> asked the wrong thing, and I've never done that before. Anyway, tired, still tired. Uh, Seattle. I'm coming from Seattle, and regarding this proverb, when I read it, the first thing that came to mind is is that you have to be reasonable and practical, realistic, and in, in the decisions that you make in your life. Um, about making that dress before the child is born. You're you're expecting something to happen. You're thrilled, you're excited, uh, you're buying all this stuff, and, and that's understandable. Uh, but looking at it in terms of uh, life in general, I think about, you know, you're expecting this job, you're expecting this promotion or, you're you're given the impression that something is going to occur or happen in your life that's going to increase your financial status. And so then you start buying. You start buying things on credit or you know buying stuff at that time you can't even afford, but you're expecting um, your financial status to improve to the point where you'll be able to pay it. And then it doesn't work out the way you expected, you wanted, you intended, you planned. And you're in that, I think several people mentioned that disappointment um, will take, will naturally happen and but then you've also you're stuck with all of this stuff that now is a reminder of your disappointment and is a reminder that you now have uh, obligations that you would not have had before if you had not counted your chickens uh, before they hatched uh, this is jay and i'm done speaking thank you so much Wonderful, Jay. Thank you. You you gave a really uh, important uh, example there where it comes to how, especially here in America, you know, people go on spending sprees with uh, with credit cards uh, just because of hope, you know. People uh, change their lifestyle because of hope, uh, which is what faith uh, actually requires us to do, according to what William was saying. You know, you have to have faith and you have to believe that uh, what does not exist could exist, you know. So, uh, so many things to think about. And at the end of the day, I think you just have to, uh, you just have to, you know, uh, deepen your level of awareness and trust your instinct. You know, if you've always trusted your instinct and the results have come the way that you've always hoped for and it has worked for you, 
maybe you should keep doing that you know it it has to now be on an individual basis you know uh so Celine you've had so many things uh, that have come from our brothers and sisters who have been sharing uh before you come back and just reflect on a few of them and then close us out i want to give a shout out to mamzi uh ebony johnny no good taban jamal Rocky, Kesiwa, who could not speak today, but they're listening on Clubhouse. Thank you. Um, and also to all the contributors who spoke today, your voices, your your wisdom really matter to me. And I really thank you for taking the time. One of the biggest contributors to this space is Stella Oiro, who is uh, unable to speak. Uh, and she says in the comments here that, um, she says here that, um, this proverb encourages us to practice active listening and she says that i believe listening is the most important part of every conversation uh and this proverb is also low-key saying lower your expectations dear you know uh you you, 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 you even though you know you could be so confident about you know uh, getting a pay increase it might not happen you might be so confident about locking in a client uh, and so increasing your, your, your source of revenue. Or even you might be confident of getting a grant and you get disappointed that that grant is not coming through, that loan is not coming through. So uh, just lower your expectations. Celine. Thank you very much, everybody. Wow, a whole bunch of gem and wisdom. And I'm just going to pick one the one that resonated very deeply with me. It is the one where the caller said, cultivate the human being. Don't forecast your child's future. Let them be. Don't put the dress that you've sewn on that child. The child is born with their own personality their own talent, their own gift. As a parent, you have to observe and then cultivate what that child is, but not put on that child your own dreams, your own expectations, because you wanted to be a doctor, you couldn't, that child should be what it is that you couldn't. Because you wanted to be an engineer, you couldn't, that child should be an engineer. That child is not you. That child comes from you, but that child is not you. Do not put your dress on that child. This is one of the most beautiful, the strongest, and the very uh, unusual way of looking at that proverb. Don't you go and buy that dress. Don't you go buy that spot at Harvard University because that child doesn't want to go to Harvard. That child doesn't need to go to Harvard. That child will accomplish a whole bunch of things that doesn't require Harvard University. Be there, be in tune with that child, the uniqueness of that child, and let that child be, and cultivate that child. Thank you so very much, uh, the caller who, who shared that. And uh, this for me is the, um, a very unique way of summarizing that proverb for the day. And the clock is saying seven o'clock. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So how do we stay connected with you, Celine? Uh, and how do we support your work? 
So what you do is you go on Selena Nolan Brozovich. You'll find my website. You'll find me on LinkedIn. One of you actually connected me, uh, connected with me on LinkedIn, and we've been chatting and doing things on LinkedIn. And if you have a church, a group that needs to hear about the fact that chronic diseases are not linked to your gene. They're not contagious, they're not linked from the, uh, to your gene. It doesn't come from your family, from your tribe. It comes from your lifestyle. I'll be more than happy to go and talk to your churches, to your office, to your groups, anywhere you have five, 10 people or more, let me know. All I want to do is bring that information to people. I, I want love. to be known Aussies of <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love your dedication and your enthusiasm to the work that you do. And uh, this is why I love hosting you here in the African Father in America podcast. Uh, just a couple of announcements. Number one, Kijiji Night is happening on February 24th at uh, Langston Hughes Performing Arts Institute in Seattle, Washington. I want you all to be there. I want to see you there, Celine. I want to see everybody who is in Seattle joining us at Kijiji night february 24th uh, we are looking for volunteers for that people who can help with promotion uh, including those who cannot make it uh, to seattle you can still help promote Kijiji night online so uh, reach out to me or stella and we will be able to give you all the promo assets number two next week uh you know wednesday and thursday and maybe even Friday, our, our programming here might be disrupted uh, because I'll be traveling. So, um, so if you don't see us here, go to YouTube and watch some of the previous episodes. Uh, but we might be able to broadcast. Uh, but I'm just letting you know that, uh, you know, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, next week might be disrupted. Uh, but, you know, we will do everything we can so that we are here, you know. And then I'll share more about where I'm traveling to. And uh, really, this is about the One Vibe experience too. You know, Lavender has been speaking about it a lot uh, whenever we are here. So one of the ways you can learn more is to go to the description of this video on YouTube. We have resources there. And one of those resources is the One Vibe experience. These are the annual trips that we organize to Kenya particularly. And uh, we want you to be a part of them, whether it's this year, next year, this month, next month. Just uh, check out the description and learn more. Uh, I'm grateful and uh, I can't wait to see you all here again tomorrow. And uh, I just want you all to take great care of yourself. Celine, any last word before we press the end button? Uh, people, you have the power. You've got the power. Go take care of that health. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Thank you all so much. Take great care of yourselves. Peace and love. African Father in America. You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokello, live from Seattle, Washington, USA.